0: And the Wizarding World. I'm Ethan.
1: And I'm Katie.
0: Alright, just to start off real quick. Uh, not a whole lot of events this week for the Wizarding Wiki, uh, Wiki. The only notable thing is January 9th is Severus Snape's birthday.
1: Happy birthday, and you that's, half-blood. That's it.
0: That's it. Alright.
1: You got anything today? I do. Okay. So, I mentioned in a very... One of the first episodes that I had this theory about Harry being a potionier. so I thought I would just go through it. Um, and you can debate me, um, but do know I do have, um, like evidence, and all the my sources. stuff comes from the book. The okay. It only comes from the books. All right. So my theory is that Harry could have, and maybe should have, been a great potionier. Um, I think it's only really due to Harry's is like a Snape, and Snape's is like a Harry. That actually kept him from achieving in potions. Um, So my first point is that Harry comes from potion making stock. His Potter family was a family of potion makers. Um, His grandfather, Flamont was most famous for inventing the Sleek Easy Hair Potion, which is the one that Hermione uses to make her hair all pretty at the Yule Ball. Um, That is something I think the author put on Pottermore at one point. And then Slughorn, Slughorn also tells us that her, uh, Lily was a good potion maker, so she. Um, so between that, he has family traits that would actually make him possibly be a good potion maker. I'm not saying that obviously that would make him a good potion maker, but it's in his background. Let me go on to my second point.
0: Uh, I just I wasn't aware of that. like is that a trait you can pass down
1: i don't know if it is but like i know like things can obviously kind of be passed down through families like singing ability in real time life like my grandparents were good singers well, i'm a fairly decent singer but that
0: would seem to be more because you you hear it around the house you know what i'm saying it's possible so you, like you just hear things in tune so you would know it
1: or even so, in Harry Potter, we know like this ability to be a seer can be passed down through your family, because Trelawney has a grandmother. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm not saying no, grandmother. I'm just, I'm
0: just questioning because like, it's essentially. I guess the seer is like.
1: Is um... it ability? Hmm? It's an ability.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a more of an ability. I don't. I, I. I just never thought of potion making as an ability. More of a knowledge thing.
1: It does seem like some people are more talented at it than others. Obviously, Snape being probably the most evident of someone who's just really good at it. I think there has to be some, like, additional magic other than just throwing a bunch of things in the cauldron and well, hoping yeah. it works. I, I
0: just thought that would be more of a, like, um, one that you
1: practice. I think it is something you have to practice okay. as well. But I think when you have... Some innateness to it. Yeah. Like, if his parents hadn't and died, he would have grown up around people sure. making potions. Sure. So he would have seen how to do it right. So
0: he would have been really good.
1: So possibly he could have, having that in his background could have helped. Huh. Um, my second point is that Harry is not dumb. Um, the, fa- the fandom likes to perpetuate this idea that Harry and Ron are kind of idiots that always need to be saved by Hermione ma- or she does all their schoolwork. But we're told a couple times that Harry's not dumb um, in Sorcerer's Stone w- in Chapter 4. um Hagrid says something about him not knowing anything, and he says, "Well, that's not fair. I've he's been to school, and his marks weren't bad. So that means he had good grades at his school prior to Hogwarts." Also, in *Sorting*, *Sorcerer Stone*, in the *Sorting Hat* chapter, the Sorting Hat says that he has a ba- he's not a bad mind either, meaning that he can detect intelligence in Harry. And then throughout the books, we do see him working on school and achieving fairly decent marks. Um, his owl grades were all basically E's. Um, with one being potions, which is a main point of mine. One He had one A, and then he only had two fails, which were a P and a D, and then he had his O in Defense Against Dark Arts. So he has good grades. He makes good grades. And the professors in, talk about him being bright. So he's not an idiot. Like, we like to say Harry's an idiot. Harry's not actually an idiot.
0: I don't. I guess I don't keep up the fandom much. I've never really thought of or heard anybody call Harry an idiot.
1: That's a, I'm starting to see that more as a fairly recent thing. It's kind of like... I was saying, like, a lot of people say Gryffindors are just dumb jocks. I hear that said about Harry a lot. Um, and I'm just like, he's he's good at a sport, but that doesn't make him a dumb jock. And he's not... When we see Hermione helping them with homework, it's never really Harry. It's always Ron. Like, Harry, I think, mentions at one point that Hermione will look over their stuff when they're done. Yeah. To make sure that they don't do anything wrong. But for the most part, when Harry goes in the common room and is working on his stuff, it's just Harry pulled out of schoolwork and started working. And he never mentions, like, Hermione, come look at it. Hermione, come look at it. That's Ron. Yeah. Um, who I also don't think Ron is an idiot. But that's just one that I was like, you know, we'd like to talk about Harry being stupid, but he's not. He can do things. That's what I think.
0: I, I've, never, I've never thought of him that way. I thought, I mean, I thought of him maybe um, somebody that thinks on his feet really good, actually. like Because uh, we know that like when he opened the snitch, mm-hmm. we know that.
1: Yeah, he figured he, that. Out. He did
0: that on his own, which is, that's not easy. And then, um, you know, the the port key getting Cedric, and you know, I, interesting.
1: Terry does work well under his feet.
0: Yeah, I think he's a good critical thinker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or a problem solver, anyway.
1: Which is the thing why the Sorting Hat picked up Slytherin traits because that Maybe. determination and that cunning that he does have um, is what kind of. flings him into Slytherin a little bit. Um, I think Harry's not a Slytherin at his basic core, but those little things, it's like, that's where the sorting hat got the Slytherin idea from. Um, My third point is Snape as a teacher. I don't think Snape is a good teacher. I think Snape is an amazing potioneer. Obviously, he created better potions from his textbooks, but I think Slughorn is a better teacher than Snape. Now, I'm going to preface this knowing that In Slughorn's class, I know Harry had Snape's book. I know this. Um, But I also think it's sad that 16-year-old Snape on paper is a better teacher than Snape because Snape is a terrible teacher to those children. For Slytherins, he's great because he gives them encouragement. He wants them to do good. He purposely gives them better grades. The Gryffindors, he's always constantly breaking down. We see Neville cannot function when Snape's around, Hermione doesn't function as well. Ron obviously doesn't function well, and Harry doesn't function well. So I think that if Snape had wanted Harry to succeed, Harry would have done better. Because we see in *Sorcerer's Stone*, Harry's actually kind of excited for his first potions lesson, and then Snape just immediately yeah. cuts him down.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I, I think I wonder how much uh, his reputation precedes him, though, because obviously people knew he was a Death Eater, right?
1: And so, well, not everyone knew that. I don't think.
0: I thought it was pretty common knowledge, wasn't it? Mm-mm.
1: Maybe not. Cause like I feel like if Sirius and Remus knew, for example, I feel like they would have more of an issue. And they are always ones saying, "Look, Dumbledore trusts him. We don't like him, but Dumbledore trusts him, so we're gonna trust him." And I feel like if they knew that, they would be like, mm, especially Sirius, because Sirius. I feel like is, they knew for sure, though they had to. I think Dumbledore because, kept it well, a secret. I'm saying.
0: If because we're based on what we talked about before, because we know that. Because a lot of times you say that he was a bad person because he was a Death Eater. The Death Eaters didn't hide with Voldemort. They definitely didn't hide. Mm-hmm. And so if he was a loud and proud supporter of Voldemort, he wouldn't have hid. They would have seen him. They would have known.
1: I mean... He would have had the mark. They, but they do know that he... They do know from when he was in school the things he said. So, I mean, they do know that he had those prejudices against Muggleborns. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And
1: muggles. But I... I don't think everyone knows who is a death eater because I don't think even all the death eaters know who are all death eaters. I think Voldemort likes to keep something secret. Maybe. And I think part of the deal that D- Snape made with Dumbledore was to keep him being a death eater secret from most everybody.
0: See, I don't think that at all. do that in the book anywhere?
1: It's not. That's just a thing. I Your think. Theory. Yeah. This is a theory I have.
0: See, I, I, I was, I would always think that, that my interpretation anyway of Snape is the deal that he made. He was atoning by coming to Hogwarts and he was atoning mm-hmm. for his love for, you know, his well, betrayal and and letting Lily die. His, his atonement was was going there and watching after Harry.
1: He was a teacher before yeah. Lily died. Yeah. He was at Hogwarts initially to spy on Dumbledore. Right. And then when... Voldemort killed Lily, then he was like, okay, I will arbitrarily switch sides. But I mean, was he
0: I I don't know, maybe, maybe so. I just, I don't, I don't think, I, my interpretation Ma- of Snape is not that he was ever fully 100% Voldemort.
1: Well, except in the books, he is. <laughs> uh, it's one very one. stated that he 100% believed in what they did.
0: I mean, yes, to an extent, but I, I just, I don't believe.
1: You don't call your best friend a mudblood by accident. That's because you've been calling other people like her mudbloods.
0: Also, but you're also talking about kids and being around kids. They say mean things.
1: But Snape didn't grow up. What do you mean? He doesn't. If he doesn't truly grow up from being that teenage young adult, I would say the same thing but Sirius. Sirius doesn't have an opportunity to grow up because he grows. He basically matures in prison.
0: They're still growing up.
1: Well, they are physically growing up, but they are not mentally growing up. Snape still acts an like a teenager. I not say that any
0: man doesn't really grow up.
1: I mean, sure, just <laughs> but just saying. we don't really want to get into the toxic masculinity. No,
0: I'm just saying in general, like I would say that that they're just more immature, or I don't know what the word is, but I, I wouldn't say he hasn't grown up.
1: I mean, he definitely, if you look at the Marauder generation. The only one who has kind of matured into a functioning adult is Remus. Well, he's
0: the only one who really had the opportunity to.
1: Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. I'm not blaming Snape's well, maturity I mean, on Snape. I'm just saying he I doesn't wait, really I mature. I'm looking
0: for what the, what the qualifier is of maturing or growing up. Like, what do you? I just quali- don't, what is your qualifications? For I
1: just that? don't think that a 30-something-year-old man who has grown up and matured the way that he should would attack children the way he does. And I'm not talking have you about been, Harry. I just have you, So have you never been around competitive sports? Yeah, but I would not call those men mature.
0: But I mean, they're clearly grown-up men.
1: I, but I'm not talking about physical. I'm talking about uh, mental, too, emotional I, maturity. So, I would not say dads that are stuck in celebrating or whatever their their little children's sports are necessarily always the most mature.
0: I don't know, I wouldn't say that they haven't grown up, but I'd say they're very similar, because just men and women just mature differently or grow up differently. But, But, yeah, I don't don't agree with that. I don't know, my take on Snape is just not as harsh. Like, I, I don't, because I, just because I've seen, I see, you see kids, and I've, you know, having been a kid, you know, we, I've done things that necessarily didn't want to, but you, you do it because of who's around, who's watching, you're trying to impress somebody. And then you don't necessarily mean those things. You, just do, you don't necessarily know why you do them. you just do them. And also, if the biggest bully on the playground is coming around you and saying, "Hey, you're gonna join us." I mean, if you don't have a spine, you're gonna join the bully.
1: I just think I that think we don't Sam have any have spine. We don't have any indication that he didn't believe those things. We don't have any indication that he didn't want to do those things. If anything, we have indication that he did. Because we do hear, and I know Remus and Sirius could be jaded, but they do tell I think us. they definitely are jaded. But I, see, the thing about Remus is I trust Remus. I think Remus tells the truth. I think he tells the truth. Because his he tells truth. the truth about James as I think, well. I think
0: he tells the truth from his perspective. But I think it's also important to notice that he also was not in Snape's shoes.
1: No, but he, I think, once again, because I believe out of all of them, he's the one that got to mature when he discusses the past, he doesn't discuss it with rose-colored glasses. He's very much like, this is what James did, and it was wrong. Yeah. This is what we did, and it was wrong. This is what Snape did. Yeah. And I think because he's so level-headed, I can trust that, while also knowing that, well, that was his friend. But he does mention Snape came to school knowing dark yeah. magic. Right. Which means well, he was a, taught that Well, just at a product
0: of his environment, but it's still, I mean, you don't necessarily blame the kid.
1: Well, no, I'm not saying I blame Snape completely for the way Snape became. Yeah. However, at some point, you have a choice. But I, th- but I think... And the... he made the wrong choices. Well, I think I think he made
0: bad choices, but I mean, as, remember that the whole... In the vision when he, he calls Lily a mudblood. Mm-hmm. I think
1: he feels bad. He does feel bad. I'm not saying that he didn't feel bad for doing it, and that's why the, his worst memory is calling her a mudblood. The shame.
0: Yeah, he felt the shame. He, that's what I'm saying. I think that is what formed him into who he is. That's why he's atoning because he, he knows he did wrong. And, but I'm not I think, I think that's the whole basis of his character though.
1: But the reason why I really think Snape is a, is a bad person is honestly, after I became a teacher and really seeing the way that he treated other kids and not just Harry, but all the other kids, I was like, that's not how a teacher should act. He's incredibly verbally and emotionally well, abusive to the kids I mean, in his classroom.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I can see that.
1: Yes. But and we like, know that's also, wrong.
0: But we don't have any record before Harry was there.
1: No. Right. But I'm just saying the way that he treats Hermione, the way he treats right. Neville, the way he treats anyone who's not a Slytherin, right. basically. Which is why like, I desperately wish we had a class where he was teaching Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws because I would love to see how he is with them.
0: I think he's... I, I, I honestly think Snape is just the actor of of the generation. I think I he's literally acting a lot. don't time. think everything is acting. No, I don't either necessarily, but I do think as soon as he like, as soon as he was at Hogwarts after all this, after, you know, after Lily died, I think he did have to put up a fake front. See, I just in don't. I just, I see more of a, I see a more redeeming qualities in people in that, especially, you know, in, in that example.
1: I just don't see how Snape one hundred percent redeemed himself. Like he he did fight on the side of good, but I don't know if he did it for purely good intentions. Like he but does it did matter? it for selfish intentions. What
0: right, does it matter? At that but point? if
1: that if we're equivocating good and evil. Well, knowing there's shades of gray between there, he's definitely a shade of gray. Yeah, he's just definitely. a very darker shade of gray. I
0: don't know, like I, I he's not a
1: light gray. I think if you're
0: fighting on the side of good, you're still, you're still, you're still fairly good. Like that's still fighting for good.
1: Like, I think for me, a quote that's not from the books that to me sums up Snape is a quote from um, Sherlock where he says, "I might fight on the side of the angels, so don't for one minute think that I am one." That is Snape. He's not an angel. He might fight with them, but he is not one.
0: And I'm, I think he would
1: say that about himself.
0: I think that's just realism, acknowledging that you're not perfect or you're not... I think it's more of a realist. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe.
1: But my thing about him being a teacher is, like, I think Slughorn actually is a fairly good teacher. Oh, I think Slughorn
0: probably is a good teacher.
1: Um, the way he teaches is, especially the way that we are taught to teach now, Well, it's pretty engaging. I mean,
0: to an extent, he's also a... A complete,
1: I mean, terrible, yeah. also
0: terrible example.
1: He's time, he's not great either. I'm totally not saying he's favoritism. perfect, but his favoritism doesn't affect other people's grades.
0: Yeah, but whereas Snape's it affects, affects and, well, their it, it could affect their grades. It affects a lot of things. Actually. I mean, we never the he, all, give, he gives special privileges to certain people,
1: but it doesn't affect in class.
0: But it, it if you think that doesn't affect other kids, you're crazy.
1: Well, I'm not saying that it doesn't maybe emotionally affect other kids, but we like, don't see it affecting other kids no, in class. No, but I'm just saying
0: emotional abuse is emotional abuse.
1: Like the only one who's who gets mad about it is is Hermione, and she's more mad about Harry beating her in class than she is about the way Harry's being treated because she's also in the Slick club. I mean yes, but the others are like, okay, whatever.
0: Right, but I'm saying like I I I, I don't. I still
1: think that's wrong. I think the Slug Club is wrong. 100%. Like, I don't think it's... It's just, it's weird. But it's, it's more like...
0: Criticizing Snape for
1: treating kids bad, but
0: at least he treats almost everyone bad. But Slughorn completely favors, favorites certain kids and gives them special privileges. But his favorites
1: are throughout the whole school. Snape's, was just one Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that, group. I mean, yes. But. Whereas he's also, like, you would I'm going to favorite his house.
1: The, these Gryffindors. I'm going to favorite some But i got some Hufflepuffs. But got Sliz.
0: You could say that, that McGonagall's the same way. She favors
1: She does not group, favor She her. totally favors She took how many points from her, her house? No, but, she takes but, more but points from her is, house than anybody else. She also else. gives
0: points away to, to them a lot more. So when Dumbledore,
1: Dumbledore Double, does? When does yeah. Herm- When does McGonagall ever give them points that they remember. didn't deserve? I'm not saying that they did. but no. I mean, she gives like, them five points for beating a troll.
0: I'm saying she gives them points, but like, do you deserve points for doing what you're not supposed to?
1: Well, she took away points from Hermione for going after the troll, but then she's like, you know what? Because y'all didn't die and you saved another that's, human but being's but life. That's not worth, here's ten points. But I would say that's
0: not worthy of it. In my
1: saving someone's life is not worthy of points.
0: Doing something good because you happened to do be there because you were doing something you weren't supposed to They are
1: 11 years old and took on a mountain troll. It
0: still doesn't matter. I, I at 30 I
1: years old, would not take on a mountain troll. I, I,
0: I, I still don't think... You're still not doing what you're supposed to. Like, well, it's definitely still showing favoritism. Do you think... Do you think,
1: but then she do you think takes Slytherins a, would have gotten that point? But then she, she takes so. 150 points away when they are out of bed at night trying to right. get rid of the dragon. She's,
0: right, but I... Think, so, I mean, but she but definitely
1: I, takes more points than she gives.
0: I, I still think she favors them, though, because she...
1: But they literally say, "I wish McGonagall would favor us." Cause, so with that, we know that she doesn't.
0: But I think I think she does. Just they have that skewed child perception of. that she's I mean, she's maybe not
1: a I. McGonagall's goal is very fairly fair. The I only think, time I that she's she... really not fair is, is Quidditch because she cares about Quidditch. I think much. she's
0: hard on harder on him because she is there, you know, in the house.
1: Yeah, leader, I would love to have McGonagall as a teacher.
0: But I think she also favors him, which is expected.
1: So, my the, my whole point about that is because. Harry and Snape have this this dislike of each other. There's no way Harry could ever have excelled in that class. Because we hear all the time kids can't learn from people they don't they don't like. And I think that is a textbook example. See,
0: I don't believe that either.
1: I don't one hundred percent believe that, but I do kinda of believe that. Maybe. Because I have kids that just will flat out refuse to do anything is because I know they don't like me. I mean maybe. Maybe. And I don't know why they don't like me. I try. Yeah. I mean, you can't I'm pretty that. nice. <laughs> but Yeah. And then my final point, and this is my main point about this, about why I think Harry actually, with good teaching, could have done really well. He gets an E on his potions exam. On his own merit. He does not have the book. But what year is this? This is his fifth year. This is before he has Snape's book.
0: Okay.
1: He's had how many? Five years of subpar teaching. Of not getting teaching for him. And then he even says, like, with Snape being absent, he felt more relaxed than he had ever felt, and he could actually, like, concentrate.
0: Right, but that could be, like, just because you're nervous around people, you don't perform as well. But obviously, you could say that Snape's been the teacher all along.
1: I mean, uh, he's to that point. he's so been he in the classroom throwing up things on the thing and then throwing snarky comments at him.
0: But he also got an E. His student just got an E, one that so, he didn't even like, and definitely did not help, just got an E. So obviously something stuck. Or Harry well, I think it's could both. actually work. I mean,
1: and then I think we also need to factor in the fact that the potions exam is the one that he knew was, could most likely keep him from horror training. Uh-huh. Because he knew he could get his transfiguration up. Charms, he was fine. Defense against a, he was going to get an O in defense. Like, all the other classes he needed, he knew he was going to be fine. This one, because he had been getting D's, he'd been getting uh, P's, like, he was not doing well. He was not passing class. What's Nate? So, he knew that this was the one that could keep him from becoming an orc. Sure.
0: I was saying, but so, I, there's
1: stress there. But
0: I, yes, there's definitely stress, but I wonder how much... Because, I mean, this is the 90s. I mean, back then...
1: I mean, it's the 90s, but it's also magic school. No, I'm
0: but no, i saying, but, like, the attitudes are different. Like, back then, to really push a kid, you would give them lower grades, and that would really make them work harder. Except that's
1: not why he gave them lower you grades, don't but that, sure. So, yeah.
0: But you could have. He also, thought he was an idiot. It so. could also have made... Harry work even harder I'm
1: just except we see Harry work hard in that class and he still gives him bad grades right. or he, say- he literally still- destroys sure. his work
0: I'm saying I'm, I'm not saying that he didn't still do like those things but I'm saying at the same time I think it's 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 more of a negative motivator but I wonder how much is truly Harry still
1: anyway so there's that stress. He has to get an O to get in there. I know he only gets an E, but still, he gets an E. An E is like, so you have your A, which is like, yay, yeah, you passed. You have your E, which is kind of like, you did really good. And then you have your O which is like you're basically perfect. So he has to get an O, which that's really hard. But he And he does fall short of that. So he doesn't do well enough for Snape's class. So Snape, you had to get an O. Right. Um, Slughorn, he's like, hey, E's are great. Come to class. So he does get that E, and I think him getting that E after not getting good teaching for him for five years shows that if he had been given the chance to do well in a class, if there had been any teacher but Snape, I think Harry could have developed the skills to be a good potion maker. Maybe.
0: I I think anybody could do that, though. I don't really... I don't think there's anything special about Harry in potion making is my
1: opinion. But. I just think like it's not that Harry is bad at potions. I think Harry had a bad potion teacher potions teacher I mean, for him.
0: As I say, it, it might have. I don't know. I don't know. That just goes into a lot of different philosophies there. Mm-hmm. So, so I couldn't commit to one.
1: That is my theory.
0: Interesting. Cool. Uh, I don't really have a lot to talk about. I, I did I did think of um, i had a thought that i thought might be fun so if if we're talking about let's put this in like we're gonna uh build or, or found a magical school mm-hmm. okay so put your imaginary thinking caps okay. on all right so we know that <clears throat> of uh <clears throat> the school Ho- hogwarts they have their houses mm-hmm. and they have their sigils so it is it's called sigil i guess
1: yeah, I guess Sigil. It's more like a house animal, but it's kind of yeah. like a
0: crest. Yeah, it's kind of like a... I'd say... Well, yeah. Okay, anyway, they're house animal. Mm. What, are the, what are the animals? What do we have? We
1: have the badger for Hufflepuff. Badger. The lion for Gryffindor. Huh? Snake for Slytherin. And eagle for Ravenclaw.
0: Right. I think the one odd thing is for a school of magic, you don't have any magical creatures representing the students. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you could pick any animal to represent your house... Magical? Any animal. Oh, okay. What would it be? So, like, for me, I was, like, the first animal I would think of would be a magical creature. Yeah. Obviously. So, I just wanted to, to spur you on. That way, I didn't pick one and you didn't. So, oh, I would
1: totally pick a phoenix. Oh, so you phoenix. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, Because I love the idea of the phoenix. They're one of my favorite, not just Harry Potter, like, magical animals, but one of my favorite mystical creatures in, like, any kind of lore. Because um, I love the idea of the rebirth, the continuous cycle that... You might die a death of sorts, but you can always build yourself back from your ashes and rise to greatness again. And you just have to keep that cycle going because in life you have times where stuff feels really hard and you feel like it's never going to get better again. But then you have that turnaround where you can start rebuilding up and like eventually, yes, you might fall again, but you always have that, um, Chance to rebuild and I love that kind of idea of it
0: yeah I'm kind of surprised honestly that Gryffindor
1: is not a phoenix it's
0: not a phoenix <laughs> it makes perfect sense it, it really does like they're well, I'll talk about that in a second <clears throat> but I think if I picked any it would be a dragon mm-hmm. for sure because they're just they're fierce They're you know they're very just powerful animals and creatures they're super magical
1: yeah
0: um they're pretty protective fearsome courageous um i don't know to me that they there's a few animals when that comes to mind when i think of magical stuff and dragons are always up there mm-hmm. um that and unicorns for me and so i was like oh, i wonder it's kind of weird how they're not magical yeah. creatures because like if, if i were doing this uh if i were designing uh, the houses right and, and giving them an animal so obviously Gryffindor would be a phoenix mm-hmm. that just is the perfect makes yeah. the perfect sense and o- honestly for some reason I don't know why phoenix kind of reminds me of a lion
1: yeah maybe
0: it's just because I have the lion association with Gryffindor colors uh, it, might be, so it might be it might be the be a...
1: fire association too
0: yeah that's what I was wondering I think it probably is has something to do with the color theory there but like for the for for Slytherin, Obviously, what is the It's got to be a basilisk. It's a right? basilisk. <laughs> yeah, like, that just makes sense. I don't know why it wasn't, mm-hmm. um, but I've always thought that was interesting that yeah. they didn't choose that. Uh, but what about Hufflepuff?
1: Um, if I'm sticking to creatures in Harry Potter, probably a Niffler is the closest thing to a badger, because it, it burrows in the ground and it finds treasure for you. Oh, I never would have thought of that. that that's the kind of what I would kind of go. Um, interesting. Where would you go? I would think Hi- Hippogriff. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Just, that well, well, I think of... That just of,
0: reminds me of... I think it's the word association, to be maybe. honest. Maybe. But, I mean... Because
1: I could see a Hippogriff or Ravenclaw. Maybe. It's got to be another bird-like creature for Ravenclaw, I think. I don't think
0: it has to be, necessarily.
1: I just think of Ravenclaw as, like... It's kind of like the association with um, House Arryn on Game of Thrones. I just think of them as, like, air, sky, for some reason. So I just, Ravenclaw? Yeah, probably the word
0: association. With probably the word, probably yeah. also the word association. Know,
1: yeah. Word and the color association.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think if, if I was in picking raven I mean, if we're not colors, I don't think colors really matter a whole lot. Mm-hmm. um I don't know. I mean, I still think I think unicorn is definitely a magical creature. That's Probably should be in there. Mm-hmm. You yeah, um, know, I think it's funny. Somewhere.
1: Gryffindor. We could have totally picked a Gryphon. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I still think Phoenix is yeah. better.
0: Yeah, I think it is too. Um, yeah, Griffin would have been a good one. Or um, what's the other one? There was a really another one I had. Uh, it's just it's, it's just interesting at what point you what they pick. Yeah. You know to be.
1: Mascots, so, essentially. I've heard this theory, and I do kind of like it. Obviously, it might not be true, because I don't think the authors ever confirmed it. But some people think that the sigils are their Patronus animals. So, like, Gryffindors oh, okay. is a riot lion. Um, Slytherin's is a snake. So, that's that's what some people think, because they're like, why wouldn't you pick magical creatures if you could pick yeah. magical creatures? Yeah. And So, a lot of people think, well, maybe it was their... I think it was just an afterthought. Or it could have been an after <laughs> yeah. um, because when she did the Elvermorney stuff, uh-huh. she did pick magical creatures yeah, for the houses. That's that's what made me think of it before.
0: I was like, that why would you not? That's so, that makes sense. like a Thunderbird makes sense for Ravenclaw.
1: Like obviously I don't think I don't think she thought, Oh, I'm gonna make the mascots their um, Patronuses, but I think a lot of people are like, it doesn't make sense to not pick magical creatures. I think especially I... when Griffin is right there.
0: Yeah. Well I, I always thought, you know, if if I were thinking for Ravenclaw, you're just talking about, you know, association. Like I think the closest thing I could think of it's not magical, but a
1: fox. Mm-hmm. Or was, a Sphinx. The the riddle idea of the Sphinx. That could be oh, a magical yeah, creature you could maybe, use. Maybe, maybe. But a fox. I was thinking yeah. more because foxes are pretty
0: pretty clever. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the trope or whatever. Yeah. Um but you know, I I just thought it was kind of interesting uh, to think about. Anyway. And, and and one thing I still I still am I guess there is a book, Fantastic Beasts. Right
1: there. Well, Actually, there's a, a, a like the textbook, textbook. Yeah. that Harry and Ron had. I don't, it's changed a couple of times over the years. So, my the one I have is the old one, the first one that came out, and it has like Harry and Ron's like scribbled notes in it. Um, but apparently, there's like newer ones now, yeah. But I have like
0: Pokemon's turning into more and more and more, yeah.
1: I can't, I for me with pokemon if it came after the the the, first one, the movie the first with mew generation. and mewtwo i'm like i'm done
0: yeah i was like look it was achievable it was fun it was a goal now it's just like i'll oh, screw this but like i i i think it, again my my biggest complaint for the whole wizarding world is that there's just not enough material like there's no reason to stop I get. I guess if you just don't want, don't want to let go creative control, I get it.
1: Yeah. But, which I think that's the main problem.
0: I, I think so, and, and I understand if it's your property, and your idea, it's your baby. Like I totally get that. Hmm. But I, I still wish that we could have some of these things because, like that, w- that could be an interesting discussion. You know, like, like what are the, what are the, the, for like bobatons or, um.
1: Yeah, we don't what's, know if they have the any. What's the place called? Durmstrang. Durmstrang. Yeah. What are and then their... there's other ones that she's yeah, told us about.
0: Yeah. we know that there are others around the world, and so you're, you're just like, well, what are their houses? You know, what are their what are their animals? Or, um, I I think it'd be interesting. I like I would still love to see a story of the Botans or Overmore or, or, or Darmstring. Like I would love I would love to have a story. Yeah. Of there, it doesn't have to be the same intensity or anything about Harry Potter think like, it's just a really good story but like why not like going back to your idea about the founders why not have an idea uh, a story about the founding of all these schools mm-hmm. like at some point they had to f- realize hey we need schools yeah but like how won't, like we don't really know anything about some of this stuff. We, know, we know some stuff but like yeah. we just I, I feel like there's a whole niche of things that she could like you know just commission out and let other people tell a story
1: it's kind of like... Not like super
0: creative control. Star
1: Wars... George uh, yeah. George Lucas technically is the owner of it, I guess. not uh, really. I don't think he is
0: anymore. Yeah, he but he... He's the
1: creator. But they basically license out, like, let... Because yeah. let other people write. Because one mean, of the it's... things that I think the prologues was... Is because he had too much control. And yes. that's why they kind of yes. faltered mm-hmm. for people.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why he... He did, he did sell it. He doesn't own it anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, it's just... His, it was originally his baby. But, yeah, that, that's the same philosophy, I think. I think keeping that, that grasp on it only hurts the brand. I think originally it was great, mm-hmm. but you you have all these interests of people that would, and only to be able to build your brand, like, especially with Hogwarts Legacy coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, it, it's it's going to sell massively. Yeah. Because there's an audience.
1: And I think people, because people are excited because it's an open world concept, isn't it? Uh, the game?
0: Know. I don't know if it's a sandbox game. Or not. I think it's somewhat of sand- a sandbox. I know it's a single player. Like, it's yeah. not even multiplayer. You can't play online. And, like, it's selling like crazy. Like the whole argument for a lot of these games is, oh, nobody plays single players anymore. Yes, they do. They just not, not only They're not there, given because... the chance anymore. Nobody makes a good single play a game anymore, really, because it's all online stuff. But like, we've been begging for some of this stuff.
1: And like Harry Potter hasn't had a good game since like probably the third. For me, I only did the PC games, but like the last game I enjoyed playing for them was the third one on the PC. And everything that's come out since then, I've just been kind of like, I might pick it up, and then I'll let it go. Yeah. Pick it up, let it go.
0: If I'm being honest, I've never enjoyed games that come from movies. I, I think I played a, uh, a Lord of the Rings one, which was okay. Because, I mean, it's like, okay, that's fairly simple. It's just a mm-hmm. medieval game at that point. But, like, for the most part, I don't know any games that I love from the movies, usually it's vice versa. Mm. Like Assassin's Creed didn't love the movie. I wish they just followed the games. That was a great story. Yeah, and then you have The Last of Us, which is a, a, a game that's coming out as a TV show.
1: I think it just premiered, didn't
0: it? It's. I think it's about to, or it's going to. It, it, either way, it's a great story. Um, there's some great stories that they're adapting into, into movies or series, but I, I don't know of any. Like why it's just frustrating. Because, like why hasn't there been stuff you know and I don't know my argument is just let people try to do something you you can still say no and like give guidance but
1: which is funny because that's what she did with her child Mm -hmm. she let them do what they wanted and then she would pop in and be like oh I don't like that or oh you should expand this and take how you want those of you that have read and or seen it the success of that. But I mean, that was the last time that she really kind of let other, that was the only time she let other people have creative control. And maybe that's why she doesn't like it. Maybe because of how badly it was received.
0: I mean, maybe that, or I I, I do think also at the same time, the negative feedback that she's gotten recently without diving into it. Mm -hmm. I think that's also caused her to not want to collaborate as much. And I, I I can understand wanting Mm -hmm. to not have more controversy. I get that. And so, I could see that a little bit. Maybe that's part of it. I just think it's unfortunate that we, yeah. we don't have more things because there there is still a high demand for it. And I do think by the time the last few movies get out, it's kind of, not necessarily oversaturated, but it was kind of like, okay, this why did we split it up?
1: I think people thought that and like, then we actually saw it and were like, oh, okay, that's why. Yes. Yeah, like, I think it, it was think definitely it necessary because I think a lot of people, like, looking back were like, you know, we really should have started splitting these movies a lot earlier. Now knowing uh, that it was mildly so. successful. I don't think so. I think, I think. Because like five needed to be split and I think six needed to I be think split. a lot of
0: people just really, I think this should have been longer. For longer. I, I mean, you're looking for the almighty dollar. But I, I still think that.
1: Or they should be TV shows. I mean, honestly. That would <laughs> that's so they fun. need to I be. Would,
0: I would highly support I would a Harry Potter TV seven, show. Ser- seven series run of a redo of Harry Potter. I would do it in a heartbeat because that's what it deserves. Um, that's what you need to let it breathe and actually get the story. And I think that would be so much better. Because like you, that would be massively popular. All the series that are doing not... it
1: do fairly well, except for the last season in Game of Thrones. Like last couple of seasons in Game of Thrones, so They really worked mm-hmm. well, but that's because they got way off. Well, they didn't. Track. Have, they didn't have the material.
0: Yeah. But like, can you imagine like a ten series or a ten episode? See, uh, year one. Would be fun. And, and as much as I don't like the first book, I just don't.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people feel that way. Yeah. It's I still a, love it, but it's definitely on the. This time. it's yeah. it's near it's near the bottom of my list for sure. Yeah.
0: Like, it's funny. Like, I, I'm always like, oh, I hate the first years. And I, going back, I'm like, I actually really do like the second one. Chamber's until, a lot until
1: people. until they court.
0: get in the chamber. I hate it once they get in. The chamber. That's
1: because you were confused whether Voldemort was real or
0: not. No, no, no. I wasn't confused. I was just I, well, I just I was kind of like I, it doesn't make sense in general in my mm-hmm. to me because you don't see any other visions of Horcruxes, but um,
1: but we. Dude. No, you don't. Voldemort's head comes out of the locket.
0: Yeah, but when is he coming and out? He talks to them. When it... Like, right then, yeah, but you don't have a whole dialogue and a whole battle with them, basically. Like, you do. In I mean, essentially,
1: Hero it Secrets. is, though. Not really. It kind of is. Like, they have to fight the Voldemort vision that's coming out of the locket. I mean,
0: yes, but that's more of a, a reaction to a spell. It. But, like, it's completely different from Voldemort reappearing. But has, I, but I form. think
1: that has to do a little bit more with the strength of that Horcrux because with that being the first one, that has fifty percent of his soul. The others have less of his soul.
0: I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. We don't know enough about it to make that judgment. I think it's a, I think it was a misstep. I mean,
1: the, I think the there's mid-season. some things that were done in the earlier books. Yeah. The, it's just because we didn't know what we were yeah, doing?
0: I think that was a misstep, and I think it, I think that that's where I dislike the movie, and, or in the, I mean, I don't remember, I guess it happens like that in the book, I can't remember.
1: The first two movies, like, people are like, oh, they're not, and I'm like, actually, they are the most faithful to the books.
0: Um, I love, I love the story until they get in the chamber, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm out. I don't like the rest. But I love the story until, I forget, until I watch it, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I forget how much I really do like this. And the third one, I was just, oh, okay, I love it. Third, third, one, and third one, and the fifth one, for sure, I am well, the the movie, the book. I love the fifth book.
1: I my my second favorite is probably six. I love six is good too. Be, I think that is probably her best written book. The six, yeah, um, it's like a masterclass in like how to write the development of a psychopath, and it's amazing. I
0: don't think so. I think the fifth one's the best. I think six is probably.
1: I do second. love. I do love five.
0: Yeah, I like. Yeah, if, I, if I'm gonna rank them, I'm going five, six, seven, probably, and then. Three, four, two, See, one. See, three
1: is one for, is the number one for me. Three's good. I it's love good. Three. It's a good
0: one. And that, that's funny, because that's the only one Voldemort's really not in. Mm-hmm. But I think it was really good. It's
1: probably three, six, five, four, one, two.
0: You're not going to include seven? Oh,
1: we're going to put seven. <laughs> um, I might put seven. Seven was pretty good. See, for me, one and two are basically on the same level. And I think I would... Yeah. Seven is good, though. Seven's good. Like th- it's that's funny, the thing. I, I they're all play good.
0: Play. <laughs> like honestly, I want. It, I really, I really love is like when it, six blends into seven. That's so good. Yeah. It's so good. That's my favorite part. And honestly, they're
1: they're they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> like that's... when I'm talking about ranking them, like the ranks are like literally stacked on top of each. They are touching.
0: Yeah. For me, <laughs> it, for me, it's it's five, six, seven are very close to, to get together. Hmm. One and two are very close together. Three and four are not that close together to be honest. Um, but they're like yeah, I think it's honestly it's like a weird trilogy.
1: I have more of an appreciation for four after the last reread I did of it. I I like, don't this hate book it. is actually a lot better I don't dislike than four I it thought all. it was. I
0: don't dislike it at all. I just don't like it as much as three.
1: Mm-hmm. Three's just three's a good book. That ending that part and when we get in the Shrieking's shack in yeah. three. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's cool. So tight, and yeah. it's so good, it and the the plot twists and the turns yeah. and everything—it's just like blo- mind blowing. Like even reading it now, knowing what's gonna happen, I'm still like,
0: it's still a great book, yeah.
1: <laughs> the thought yeah. process—it's really
0: good. I it's could really
1: never good. have this thought process. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird. It's like it's like I feel bad for I always feel kind of bad for because I'm like, I don't hate it. It's 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 just, really good. I just. Don't like it as much as the others, it's, and I, th- it's, it's, I think it's just what because of the context and everything. Yeah, I, we don't spend them. as
1: much time in classes and in the in like the world. It's just like task, 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 task.
0: Kind of. Yeah.
1: In in battle, and it's like oh.
0: Yeah, it's more like what are we what are we actually building to
1: mm-hmm. in
0: that one? More of just things going on. And not much of doesn't feel as much of the story in retrospect of the whole. Like story. I do think going into the graveyard is happening behind the scenes that yeah. you really want to see.
1: Like when we get to the graveyard, the tension just ratchets yes. it up, and yes. it's really good. Yes. Like she's really good at endings of yeah. books. Like I'll give her yeah. that. That is definitely a skill she I just, has. I just
0: I mean. And it kind of shows that you can see these things all along, but not really. Well, just, how they, can you
1: ever call Barty Crouch being alive? We are told multiple times that he's dead. Yeah. Just, and so then it's like, oh, it's Barty Crouch Jr. all along. What? I actually
0: just, just think it's weird because it's like the whole time you don't really have anything, any context of anything else outside the school mm-hmm. or anything larger than the tasks. Yeah. And that's why it takes it away from me. I think. I think.
1: Like right. I was convinced that the the villain was going to have to be Igor Karkaroff, which I felt was too on the nose. I was like, well, it can't be him. Then I thought it was Barty Crouch, and I was like. Senior, and I was like, "Well, that's still too on the nose." So I was like, "I don't know who put, I don't know who put Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire," yeah. and then when it was coach Junior., I'm like,
0: "Well, what? like I just think it's interesting because like when I was reading, really <laughs> like, I was neck. like, I I I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily think it'd be anybody. I was just kind of like, oh, it's just one of those magical things where he just magically appeared. Nobody like, for, had to put his name in there. I He's
1: remember thinking it was Snape for a minute, and I was like, that's stupid." <laughs> It would not be Snape.
0: I just think it's. I mean, I don't know. It's just funny that he. Because, like, in, in all seriousness, there's no way. Like, I, I do think it's weird because, like.
1: There's no way to guess that mystery. There's what I nothing. can't
0: figure out is why was Cedric even picked?
1: Because he was the best. No, I get awkward it. But, student.
0: But, like, if we have the power to put Harry's name in there.
1: Mm-hmm. How are we letting
0: anybody else get picked?
1: But what they did is they confounded
0: no,
1: the thing to think no. there were four schools instead of three. No, I know. So, so Cedric was the Hogwarts champion, right? That's, what that's why I was saying. But
0: like, if we can do that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: can't we just confound it to make it think there's only three schools and Hogwarts is not one of them?
1: Then you wouldn't be entered into the contest. Why? Because your name has to come out of the goblet to no, be no, I, I know in the contest. I know that. That's what I'm
0: saying. If they can do all this magic to make it, think there's four mm-hmm. schools, right? Right? That's no, what you just said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why couldn't we just make it three, but Hogwarts is not one of those schools? Because we know there are more magical schools out there.
1: I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's because we needed to we kill. Needed we needed We needed Cedric to die. Yeah,
0: well, we didn't really need him to. That's just what we needed to pull at our heartstrings. It's just a plot device. I get that. Like, but I hate it.
1: Like Cedric's it, because I, I, especially after Puffs, doing Puffs, reading Puffs, yeah. seeing Puffs, yeah, I have so much more like feelings for Cedric. Because when he died in the book, when I first read it, I was like, oh, that's shocking. Yeah. But I didn't like. I wasn't upset by it. Yeah. It was like okay. I was like, 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 oh my god. Decent kid. Now, like when I read it or I watch it, I actually get a little bit emotional because I'm like, oh, Cedric. Because yeah. now I I know Cedric. Yeah. Um, and then of course, like in the movie, his, his father just screaming oh, is so, I, th- yeah,
0: that I did like, the it, hurts. I I a <laughs> it hurts It hurts. I don't know. I just one of those things that I, I, I think it's like. because it's unnecessarily that you had to kill somebody for no real reason, but you had to, you had to raise the stakes. I get it.
1: I almost wonder if well, like the plan was because it was so shocking to have that for no one would, they would spend so much time looking for. Who it was that did it. Maybe this was the thought process. I have no idea. Maybe because they'd be looking so hard at who who did it, and they would never suspect Moody, quotations, that he was then able to do everything else he needed to do to get Harry through all the trials to get him to the graveyard. Because he was put in charge of looking for that person. Maybe. So... It's con that's what I mean. It is a very complicated plan it's that he com- had. It's
0: convoluted. Doesn't make a lot and of sense. And yet
1: it still ended up working perfectly. Well, for him. I mean, it
0: had to work out perfectly because that's the way it was written. I but mean, like as I say, but like a lot the more I start So talking, many things gonna get go If I don't think about Harry Potter, I love it. As soon as I start critical thinking anything, like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I'm like And, and the I'm thing is is like
1: she never thought people were gonna sit down and, analyze and like analyze harry potter i mean people study it in college yeah. now
0: it'll be interesting once we start doing a reread yeah because i'll be like looking at things because like, it's been so long for me
1: yeah i need you to reread because i'm like yeah
0: because i mean gosh i don't remember when the last time i was reading. i i have started I, I finally got the the second hardback and I'm, I'm gonna order the first one in hardback so i don't have a hardback collection mm-hmm. but i have i have six, or six
1: I'm getting so many different collections of it. I
0: just, I, I'm about to have some more time mm-hmm. if I can just get the motivation to do anything. Because lately I've just been like, I'm going to go to sleep. Because I just feel like I've had a lot to do and then none of the kids at school want to do anything. Which I, I get it. But at the same time...
1: I've had like... I've never had Three kids, kids that, quit on me. Was, like, yeah. yeah. I've never From had... School's come back. I've never
0: had kids just... had no motivation to do anything, don't want to do anything. Like I have recently Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of like what's happened to like as a society like i think it's they want entertainment on demand and then that's
1: that's That's what they're used to yeah
0: that's their phone that's sports which i get it like there's just the work ethic's not there anymore and i'm just like crap is that happening to me you know i start to wonder maybe it is a little bit because like i still if if it's something i want to put the effort into yes Mm -hmm. but like it for like theater it's so collaborative or anything is so collaborative like this i had to not do as much Work as I wanted to this week because I've had a lot of stuff going on. But still, yeah. I could apply that to me. I'm like, man, I just, I haven't, I haven't done the work like I need to.
1: I mean, the only reason my section got so packed the way it is because I knew I wasn't going to school on Monday because oh, I, yeah. I knew my dad was, yeah, going into the, was going to have surgery and I was yeah. taking the day off. So I was like, well, I can take some time on yeah. Sunday really work on that.
0: Yeah, I was sort of thinking about it. I had an idea, but I forgot what it was. But, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I need to do a better job of organizing my time a little bit. But after this week, UL's over. Oh, no, no, no. Then when I guess, act play, no, starts. No, well, I mean, we've already started that. But, like, <laughs> we have three nights a week rehearsals. I'm like, oh, oh my, my gosh. God. I know. Like, I, I feel three.
1: like two is almost too much. I do, Like, Plus, I got all my actors in my third period now. So I can, like, work acting beats. That's good.
0: That's good. I just, it's so, Exciting. It's just frustrating to me. Because I'm like, man, I remember doing it three nights a week when I was in school. And I was like... That's a lot. But as a director, when I was directing, I was like, man, three nights a week's a lot. Well, we had a production class, but Mm -hmm. they have a production class, too. But we don't have all the kids. But I'm just like, "Mm mm-mm. I don't... uh, I I think it's too much.
1: I think two is good.
0: Yeah. It's okay. Like, I get it. but
1: I think there's only going to be, like, one week that I might have three, and that's because we're going to a clinic, and I count clinic theoretically as a practice. Yeah. So, like, we'll have our two practices, Monday and Tuesday, and then we have a clinic on Friday. Yeah. Um... But we're going to see somebody to tell us what we're doing. No, um,
0: (laughs) We're, uh, this week, we've been given our, I don't like the way they're doing it, the UIL tests. This Mm -hmm. week, and we, like, don't have, like, uh, the way I've, uh, I hate it, because we were already behind, and they're like, oh, we're going to give tests at schools, and I couldn't get coaches. I'm like, okay. So, like, we just had a spreadsheet with kids' names, so I just signed up. I looked for the gaps, and I signed all, I just made sure we had people in the teams where nobody was signed up. And so, I'm like, okay, write your name on this and just answer what you can, yeah. literally anything, because we're gonna win. And so it's like strategizing. We're gonna we, win. Yeah, we're strategizing. We're gonna do great. But I've been given the test during class, and so I, I can't. Some kids are doing this. It's, it's just really hard. Yeah. And so, and then I just have one speaking competition on the twenty third, and then I'm done. Just have to worry about high school. When I play, and if I decide to do a junior high play, which I don't know yet, but yeah. then I'm like. I am ready for a break. Not even that I'm doing that much, but I mean, I'm still going to be busy.
1: I think I might steal your idea and have my production class write their own like, mini plays. Maybe. It's a great idea. I kind of mention it and my good kids got excited.
0: They always did. Every time I try I try that my first year down there and it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. It I'm never gonna try. works.
0: Especially when I feel like, I don't know. No,
1: no not, not high school production. Junior oh, high production.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Junior you know high mine, my junior high kids, man, they're like hit or miss right under we of doing Foley. And so,
1: fully oh, fully sound.
0: Yeah, and so, they're they're writing a script, ten page script, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna put them on one they're gonna draw for scripts, mm-hmm. and they have to record it, do a like a, a radio play basically.
1: Yeah. And
0: so I'm like, okay, but
1: I do if if we don't <laughs> advance the state like the hmm? that's a dream. Um, I do want to try to do another play. In high school but i don't know we'll see that'd be great it'd be um, a short play if i do Not
0: doing especially if we're having three rehearsals a week i don't know when i would rehearse yeah fridays i don't really want to and then wednesdays yeah. the other day off i don't really want to so i don't know that i will we might but it's gonna be tough to do yeah so i don't know we'll see um i guess
1: probably need to cut all of that
0: <laughs> no i'll leave it on there okay um that's it for me is okay. there anything else for you
1: i think that's it for me too all right
0: um that's all from us um
1: do we go with my spiel yeah if you i got... all right so um Please like, share, review, download this episode, um, share us with your friends, tell us how amazing we are, that they should listen to us. And then if you have any questions or comments or discussion topics that you'd like us to talk about, uh, we have an email at mudbloodspodcasts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Also, um, be cool if y'all let to review. We don't have any reviews yet. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, don't hate on us too much. We're trying to get better. And also um, maybe one day we might have some Instagram or something that you can follow us on or something. Nice. Um, so if do you do have one, did you start mm-hmm. one? You can shout it out if you we
1: want. We have we do so I do have an Instagram and a Facebook page. Nice. So, I but mean, not Twitter because you know Twitter is do you know What they called? My podcast, I believe.
0: You should probably put one on Twitter too.
1: Yeah. Um well, I don't have the Twitter app on my phone anymore. Okay. Cuz I deleted my Twitter because I was like, I'm out.
0: (laughs) Political. It's no different than anything else. But okay.
1: Also because I would doom scroll on Twitter and that was not healthy for me. Okay.
0: All right. Peace.